You're listening to the Well Women Podcast. I'm your host, Gemma Lee, women's cycle health educator. Together, we're normalizing periods, cracking open real body talk, and femme rising the future. I'm here to remind you that your body is amazing. You can achieve balance, and body confidence all begins with your menstrual cycle. Get ready, beautiful. You're about to learn how to confidently reconnect with your body and discover your unique flow. This is episode 62. In this podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I don't often talk about, business, let alone talk about it anywhere, actually. But when it comes to business, we are currently in some of the most turbulent times of I definitely my lifetime with the coronavirus pandemic globally affecting us. It's affecting not only our personal relationships, but our living environments, our work, career, businesses, and also our mental states. I don't know about you, but I'm really missing going to just a yoga class. Now, I can do yoga at home, but I'm really missing going to a class and actually being able to just zone out and have a teacher completely guide me through and I don't have to think about anything or be reminded like, oh, I should really repot that plan. Oh, what am I going to make for dinner? Geez, do I have enough ingredients for that recipe I want to make? <sighs> I'm missing yoga. Can you tell? So, In this episode, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about business and the business about Wellsome. Now, when it comes to this topic, I recently had been called by a number of different friends who are also in businesses themselves in the health industry, and we had open discussions about the changing times and how business is being affected right now during this global pandemic. And it got me thinking, I wonder how many other people right now are thinking the same thing having the same questions. How do I take my business online? How do I start going online? Should I have a website? Should I not have a website? God, I really want to get in the industry. Maybe this is a good time to change my career. All of these questions have been popping up and I thought, why not get together with everyone and just share what I've done? So last week I held the behind the business impromptu, extremely impromptu, might I add, Zoom call. We had over 60 people around the world register and 44 joined us live from all over the world, literally. We had a girl join us from Cairo in Egypt and it was 4am. I was super pleased to see her face, bright and early for her. And in this in this live Zoom, I, I really unpacked and shared so many different elements of my business and all of my business experience to date. And I thought, what a good opportunity to just come and give you guys the highlighting points that I shared over in this Zoom call. It did go for two or over two hours, two hours and nine minutes to be exact, of me rambling, literally rambling about my business and my experience and answering all of the questions that came up. So I thought I'd take this as an opportunity to record a really brief overview of behind the business of Wellsome, what businesses look like for me and what and where it's come from. Because although you might just see what I look like on Instagram or check out my website, there is a story behind every account, every person and everyone's journey and business is not any different. So when it comes to business, I thought, let me just start by sharing where I started, where my health journey began. You may already know some of this already too. But then my background in business, Um, I've been in a lot of different types of businesses. So let me expand on that. Um, And then how I birthed Wellsome in 2013 and then where I am today. I'll also share with you a couple of highlighting points around business that I've learned over the last seven plus years in Wellsome, because I tell you what, I've definitely made some mistakes and I've learned a lot of lessons. So let's get into the episode and let me guide and support you through how I got 
my business going and behind the business. All right, let's kick it off with where my journey actually began in health. Now, I grew up in a family of celiac disease. My brother was diagnosed when I was a teenager. And from a very early age, I discovered that what you eat is not always good for your body. And just because it's food doesn't mean it's going to transform into beautiful health inside your body. You know, as a kid, you kind of just think what goes in my mouth is just going to make me healthy. And I've definitely talked about this in a previous podcast episode where I talk and share on my journey with leaky gut. But this is where my health journey started. And it really was my health experience that began at this same time. I remember walking around the supermarket with my mum, literally reading every single packet of every single product that we picked up to learn about the ingredients in the nutritional panel. Now, as a teenager, more than 20 or nearly 20 years ago, I was completely shocked. It was a brand new world for me. And this is where my passion for health really began. Now, I was already in sport and very active and I ate reasonably well, but this is where it really started to birth. After this, I graduated school and I went and studied fashion. You may be surprised by hearing that, but I studied fashion. Um, I got a full fee scholarship and I studied fashion. After that, I became a swimwear designer and I was young. I was very young. I went to uni at the age of just turning 17 and I was there full time and, you know, I was learning how to make wedding dresses and formal wear and swimwear and lingerie and evening wear and casual wear and you name it. I loved it. I loved it so much. I even brought my own industrial sewing machines, three in fact. So after I studied fashion, I landed a job in swimwear where I worked as a swimwear designer, manufacturing swimwear in a local swimwear house here where I live on the Gold Coast and I helped run their production. I loved that job. It was my dream job at the time. I was extremely happy um, creating, sewing, drawing, designing. I just loved it. Um, over time, though, that job didn't really become something that I wanted to do anymore. And I lost the passion for it just because of a few things that happened inside the job. However, I took a big, bold leap. And my partner at the time was like, look, if you don't like it, just quit. So I did that. Now, after quitting there, the short story is I landed a job at a manufacturing warehouse for nutrition. I started out there by just doing their newsletters some marketing some graphic work. And over time, the owner of the manufacturing um, business was like, Gemma, can you try this product? What do you think of this? Do you think it should, we should add another ingredient to it? What do you think? And over time, naturally, I became like a food science formulator. I used to put together all of the nutritional panels, source and locate ingredients, bring them in and then have a product developed from an idea to a sample to a product that was going to be put on a, on a shelf in a health food store. And that was, I guess you could say, the ultimate birthing of my career in health. At the same time, I was kind of a little bit bored because I was only contracting at the time in consultancy for this manufacturing company. So I started my first online business. Now this was over 10 years ago. This business was a drop shipping business where I used to drop ship nutritional products and fitness equipment. And it was interesting. I learned a lot of lessons about drop shipping more than 10 years ago. Now this is back at this, the time of business where you couldn't enter a credit card details online. Someone would place an order. I had a credit card facility machine at my desk. I would call them up and say, hi, it's Gemma from so-and-so. I'm just processing your order and I noticed that you selected to have credit card by phone. 
So I'm just calling to grab your card details so I can process your order and pop it in the mail for you as soon as possible. I would take their card details, process their order, pop it in the mail, and of course, they would receive their product. That was my first introductory to online business in the health industry. This was over 10 years ago, and it definitely taught me a lot. So whilst I worked in manufacturing, being really creative and putting food together, I was also dropshipping nutritional products with that sporting equipment, like I mentioned. There were things like stretch bands, BOSU balls, fitness balls, rollers, along with bars, powders that you would use for your health. And I loved it. I was really kind of beaming and at a time in my life where I felt really happy and confident and a close friend of mine said, Gemma, if you could do anything with your life, what would you do? You know, if time and money wasn't a challenge, what would you do with your life? So right now, I want you to take a moment to think about this for yourself. If time and money wasn't a challenge, what would you do with your life? What would your life look like? I answered that question with like, I'd just take photos and travel the world, duh. <laughs> I'd always loved photography and working in swimwear, I helped put together all of their photo shoots and basically did everything except for snap the button on the camera to take the photo. And she said, you could do that. You know, you could totally travel a lot and take photos. So after breaking up with a long-term partner at the time, I rushed to the store and spent nearly $6,000 on camera equipment. And this was before the age of Instagram. So photography equipment was a lot more expensive back then than what it is now or than what it is to get started with now in today's day and age in the 2020 cycle of the years. And I devoured photography. I was thinking I'd love to I'd love to be more creative and I loved working in health, but I really wanted to be more creative. And I was like, well, maybe I can just, you know, get a job in photography and learn more about photography firsthand, kind of like an apprenticeship. It's kind of like what I did with food science in the manufacturing, where I was still consulting a few days a week. So at the time, I was running my online, my online business. I was consulting in manufacturing. And I then went back to university and studied photography. After graduating from university and finishing my photography degree, I was like, all right, I can't run this online dropshipping business and <laughs> launch a photography business at the same time whilst I'm still consulting in nutritional manufacturing. So I sold my online dropshipping business and that money funded me to launch and start my own photography business along with an in-home studio. I was super happy. I was shooting. I was doing all the things that I loved. I was still working in health and nutrition, but then I was literally also shooting. And on the weekends, I'd be shooting weddings. I'd be shooting pregnancy shoots. I'd be working with families and doing family portfolios. During the week, I did food styling, products and campaigns. I literally was in my element. But there also comes a time in your life where, you know, you're given a fork and you get to choose which way of the fork you want to go. In the middle of the road, do you go left, do you go right, or do you go straight ahead? And at this time for me, this was after I'd been diagnosed with leaky gut and I was working through my health and I was really feeling fantastic. Mind you, I got leaky gut because I was extremely stressed because I was doing all of those things. <laughs> A close girlfriend of mine rang me from school and said, oh my God, Gemma, my life is over. She rang me in tears and I was like, um, okay, hi. She's like, I can't eat pizza and I can't drink beer anymore. Life is going to be shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I am so excited. I have a gluten-free friend. At this time, I'd already been living gluten-free for over 10 years. So for me, it was just part of my life. 
And I was beyond excited to have a friend who was also going to be eating gluten-free. Now, at the time, she wasn't very happy about it. I was extremely happy about it. And I said, look, it's okay. Let's, let me take you shopping and I'll show you what you can get at the supermarket and the stores that is gluten-free and you can still enjoy your foods whilst eating gluten-free. Now, this particular era of my life was before the gluten-free industry had started. There was no gluten-free labels on packaging yet. You literally had to learn how to read all of the packaging and the ingredients. And I took her through the supermarket. I showed her how she could make a gluten-free pizza. And after a couple of weeks, she rang me and she's like, Gemma, I feel really good. Like, you're good at this. You should help more people. You could help people in their health. And I pretty much told her she was crazy in some not so polite words. And if you think back to it, I was working in consultancy and manufacturing. I was running a photography business. I was literally working six to seven days a week, long hours. I was like, I don't have time to create another business and just help people with their health. Are you freaking ridiculous? Anyway, fast forwarding, about five months later, I launched Wellsome. I'd noticed after having this conversation with my friend that a lot of people were asking me for health help and I was helping them and I loved helping them. So I was encouraged by a close friend of mine who I knew through manufacturing to go to this conference. Gemma, you just got to get to this conference. I'd recently broken up with my second long-term partner at the time and he was like, you need to go. I just know that you need to go and when you get there, you'll know why you've got to be there. So I flew into state. I booked accommodation. I booked a ticket to this conference, which I had no idea what the name of it even was, or let alone who was speaking. And I rocked up at this conference and I sat down in this chair in the Melbourne Exhibition Centre. And I looked to the guy next to me and he's like, oh, who are you excited to see? And I was like, I have no idea who I'm seeing. He goes, you've come to the Hay House event and you don't know who you're seeing. (laughs) I looked at him like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, I have no idea who I'm seeing. Now, this is back in 2013, and I attended the Hay House multi-day event in the middle of Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, if you don't know where Melbourne is, and I saw some beautiful speakers there. I saw Dr. Wayne Dyer, Doreen Virtue, um, Marion Williamson, Louise Hay, and some really beautiful speakers that totally blew my mind open to the health industry and the way in which we can help people in a different way than what I had seen in the manufacturing warehouse. That night I knew I was going to, I came home on the very final night of the conference. I came home and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start a business and it's going to be called Wellsome. And my cousin at the time who I was visiting that night for dinner was like, Wellsome, what does that even mean? I was like, well, it's the blend of well-being and wholesome together, Wellsome. And it just came to me. I then started searching online about how to help people. I personally didn't want to become a practitioner. I wanted to be someone that helps people in between, you know, their practitioner appointments, you could say. After having had leaky gut and working through my own health challenges and seeing many practitioners and not getting a lot of ongoing support, I knew that's what I really wanted and that's how I wanted to help others. So I went down the path um, of becoming a coach. I studied wellness coaching and then I've studied lots of things actually. Nutritional coaching, Ayurvedic coaching, Ayurvedic psychology, ancestral health. Um, oh God, there's so many. Hang on, what's the other one? Um, medical intuition, chakras, womb wisdom, um, hormones, you know, like there's so many little bits and pieces and courses that I've studied over the last eight years together with myself and my business. And 
Wilson was born that September, September 2013. And the journey of launching Wilson to where it has come today is, is very, very broad and very, very different. You know, today I run an online program. I have hundreds of customers around the world. I run one day events. I run international retreats. I have this podcast, which you're listening to. Um, I have free resources and downloads available in my shop and I connect with people on a daily basis through social media platforms. If you had have said 10 years ago at 2010, Gemma, you're going to be running an online business and it's going to be in health and you're going to be helping women specifically around their menstrual cycles, understanding their body emotionally, physically, nutritionally, and spiritually, I most likely would have laughed in your face. Legitimately, that probably would have happened. But now that I'm here looking back, I'm so thankful and have so much gratitude for this particular journey that I've taken over the last seven to 10 years in helping get me to where I am in this point. But I wanted to share this journey with you as an insight that Wellson wasn't my first walk around the bush. As I mentioned, I started out in fashion running a business there with um, a production warehouse. Then I moved into nutritional manufacturing. Then I launched my first online dropshipping business, which I sold to fund my photography business and photography studio. And I also then moved on from that business to start and launch Wellsome. I've also done all of that myself, fully self-funded. And I'm here to let you know that you will make mistakes if you're planning and going into business. You will have moments where you cry. You will have moments where you have breakdowns, but you'll also have moments where you feel liberated and full of joy. And that's the life of business. It's like being in a relationship with a partner. You literally have your ups and downs, but you find your flow and your groove and you just keep going. Now, a couple of things that are really important lessons that I took away from this journey that I want to share with you because they've been fundamental for me. The first one was how I financially set my business up. Now, when I first started coaching the first three months, I didn't really have a lot of coaching clients. I was still working in nutritional manufacturing, so I was still having a bridge income. But I started to learn more about financially setting up your business. And I shared this in the Zoom behind the business two-hour call that I did around the fundamentals of how it's important to have a coach, to work with a coach when you are growing your business, and also to financially set your business up. So one of the greatest lessons that I learned in my business was having multiple income streams. Don't put all your cookies in the one jar. Have a few jars of cookies. So this was a really important message for me. Personally, this is something that I've, I still do seven and a half years on, is have multiple income streams. One of the best ones for me, and it's something that I encourage everyone to do when they're starting out, is having some form of dropshipping. I used to also do affiliate selling, but I don't do that anymore. So dropshipping, um, events, programs, coaching, um, consultations or collaborations. So you want to really diversify the different ways in which you can generate income. Because unlike many people who just have a one specific job, if you lose that job, then you lose your income. Personally, being self-employed, I didn't want that. And being a single woman, I wanted to be able to really sustain my business through multiple income streams. So that was one of the biggest lessons that I learned. The second lesson that I learned that I absolutely loved was when it comes to your business, it's your business. Don't follow and do what everyone else is doing. Do what feels most authentic to you. Believe in yourself and put yourself out there to be able to get clients, to be able to grow a network, to be able to literally network around with people. You need to put yourself out there. And of course, I was feared too. 
Man, you should see my first ever, I wish there was a recording actually, my first ever live event that I did. I was shitting my freaking pants. <laughs> I stumbled on my words. I wasn't very good at articulating what I wanted to say. I was so freaking nervous. Like I'm pretty sure my pits were like waterfalls. I was sweating. My heart rate was going through the roof. But all of those things that I, I went through at the beginning that most people don't share on the beautiful world of social media is that this is the groundwork. The groundwork of building a house is much the same, is that it's dirty when you're laying the slab and putting the walls up before you can put the roof on and move in. So doing the groundwork in your business is very important. <clears throat> I also want you to be aware of the emotional roller coaster. When it comes to business, you know, <laughs> you have highs, you have lows, but it's really important to just steer your ship through the wind in wh whichever direction the wind blows, because as Jim Rowan says, it can be the wind of opportunity or the wind of disaster. And you want to really set your sail through the wind and be more attached to your journey than anyone else's journey. When it comes to marketing, my biggest secret with marketing is to always turn up. Be authentically yourself. Don't try to be other people. Just be you. And know that whatever it is that you're feeling called to share, whatever it is that you're feeling divine guidance on creating is trust that the universe must need it if you're getting the message to create it. Additionally, I want to let you know that when it comes to taking time out from your business, it's just as important as putting time into your business. It's a lesson that I learned very challengingly after one, getting leaky gut from being stressed and then also then getting PCOS. But when it comes to your business, you want to be able to give to yourself as much as you give to others. So one of the questions I want you to ask yourself if you're looking to create a business or you've already created a business is what is it that I would like my business to do for me? How would I like my business to support me? This is a question I asked myself before I started Wilson. Having already created a fair few businesses that controlled me, like my photography business, because if you don't turn up to the wedding, you don't get paid. Um, I wanted a business that was going to support me rather than me just always having to support it. So ask yourself that question. How would I like my business to support me? Some examples for myself where I wanted to be able to have downtime. I want to be able to travel and be a mum whilst I was still running my business. I wanted to be able to make my own hours and be flexible. So if I needed to go see my family for whatever reason, I was able to do that. These are just some examples how I of how I wanted my business to support me. So how will your business support you? Think tank that out and make sure you write those questions and notes down. As I wrap up in this little short podcast episode, I want you just to know that it is okay to reach out for support. Always ask for guidance. Definitely diversify your income and have multiple income streams. That's been a big secret to mine and one reason why I drop ship and have hundreds of customers around the world. If you have no idea what that is, message me and ask. I would love to share with you what dropshipping is because as you know, it changed my life 10 years ago and then that shifted and created my photography business and then it's also contributed to Wellson and where it is today. So that's a wrap from me. There's a bit of an insight into behind the business of Wellson. I would love to hear your questions. Pop on over to my Instagram where I love to hang out the most and send me a message screenshot this episode, share it, and then message me and say, hey, Jem, I love this episode, but I have this question, or I, you really intrigued me about this. I want to hear from you. 
So please be sure to ask your business questions. I would love to share. And who knows, the more questions you ask, maybe I'll do a behind the business part two, answering your questions. All right, that's it from me. Have an amazing week. And until we speak together in the next episode, I'll be chatting with you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to every episode of the Well Women podcast. I trust you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you got a lot out of it too, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or your podcast app. This means together we can inspire, connect, and educate even more women. Now, is there a bestie, a sister, or a friend who you know may be frustrated and confused with their health? Are they ready to discover new aspects of themselves too? Well, take a screenshot of this podcast episode, share it on your social media, email it, text it, or any way you need to get it to their ears. So together, we can all live in flow, harmony, and balance with our bodies. And be sure to tag me in it too. Hashtag Well Women Podcast. For everything we mentioned in today's episode, you can find this in the show notes over at wellsome.com forward slash podcast. Until next time, beautiful, get connected, listen to your body, and remember, body confidence all begins with living in tune with your menstrual cycle.